What's up, everybody? It's Jaren from the Hockey Podcast Network's newest show, the Windy City Benders Podcast. My co-host Tanner and I bring our unique takes on Blackhawks hockey. Us on this show have been a, a pro Carlton guy. for He's the right coach for the situation. Giving it to our rivals. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would have had the Blues in our division this year because our trash. As well as bringing in some guests from the NHL. Please welcome to the show, goaltender Scott Darling. The Eagle himself, Ed Belfort. Brian Bickle. David Boland. Letter Kenny. The, the show started out with uh, basically a, a beer league hockey team. And anybody who loves the game. Find us on all your favorite podcast apps, the Hockey Podcast Network website, and on social media at WCB Podcasts. McGregor vs. Poirier 3 is all set for UFC 264. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, has a knockout offer for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering 264 to 1 odds on a knockout in the first round during Saturday's main event. If the rubber match ends in a first-round knockout, you walk away with the cash. Just pick the main fighter event you think will win by first-round knockout, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you... 264 to 1 odds on that fighter. That's right. Bet $1 on McGregor or Poirier to win by first round knockout. You win $264. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if MMA isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds on promotions on basketball, hockey, and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $264 when you bet on a main event fighter to win by first-round knockout. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code THPN to turn $1 into $264. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Welcome to New York. This is, is the Devil's Devil State, State of Mind podcast, podcast. brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Now here's your host, Neil Villapiano. What is going on, everybody? It is your host, Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network, the best place, as always, to get the most up-to-date news and topics and so much more about your New Jersey Devils. I hope you guys are having a very, very good day, a very blessed day, wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. I hope you guys had a very happy and very safe uh, 4th of July weekend. If you are listening to this and you're from the United States, um, also happy Canada Day as well. I forgot to mention that. 
um, before. So you guys can probably tell by the tone of my voice and also from seeing the title of this episode that this is not going to be a very upbeat, a very positive. I mean, I don't I want to want to say positive. I'm going to try to put a positive spin on it, but it's a very somber episode. Um, it doesn't really involve the New Jersey Devils, and this is not going to be a rant. This is uh, to basically discuss the tragic news of the passing of Columbus Blue Jackets uh, goaltender Matisse Kivlinex, who unfortunately was taken away from us way too soon. Um, he was he unfortunately he ended up getting killed on a July fourth um, situation at the house of goaltending coach Manny Legace. Legace, excuse me. And uh, he suffered an apparent head injury in a fall. And the autopsy revealed this past Monday that Kivalex died from chest trauma with major damage to his heart and lungs after being hit with a firework. So obviously, this was something that shocked not only the hockey world, but just shocked people in general. It was something that was brought up in many different discussions. And it's something that I wanted to talk about. And, you know, I, I had originally planned on, you know, talking about, you know, things like, you know, obviously Scott Wedgwood uh, sign, being re-signed by the Devils, a one-year contract. Uh, he'll probably be at the most, the third string goaltender, maybe the backup of the Devils don't find an option. I was going to talk about that, and I obviously just mentioned it now, but uh, that's not really what I want to talk about today. Um, I want to take this time to talk about some things um, because what happened to Kivalnik's uh, puts a lot of things in perspective, not just with, you know, myself, but I think with, with all people in general. Um, it really starts with this. First of all, Kivalnik is a young 20, I think he was 23, 24. Yeah, he's 24 years of age. He's the same age as I am. Um, and he was taken away from us way too soon. And um, it's a very, very difficult time for a lot of us. Um, you know, my heart goes out to his family, uh, his friends, particularly um, Elvis Merzlikens and his wife, who uh, were the closest friends that he had. Um, they really were. And it's something that uh, is just, I can't even put into words how, how much pain a lot of people must be dealing with right now. Um, and, you know, I, I saw, you know, there's many different articles out there. Um, I have this one that was written by Emily Kaplan. VSPN. And there's a couple of things from the article that I wanted to read out loud and share with you guys so that you guys can uh, understand some of the impact that Kivalnik's had on the Blue Jackets organization and the hockey world in general. It starts with, uh, you know, obviously John Davidson, who used to be the president of the Columbus Blue Jackets, then went to the Rangers and now is back with Columbus. Um, he was talking about Kivi and he said, um, who consider, you know, he said, ask that people keep the Legace family who considered Kivi a son and a brother in your prayers as they are understandably distraught. Davidson asked for the same for goalie Elvis Merce Lincolns and his wife, Alexandra. And Davidson went on to say that uh, basically Elvis um, and also his wife, Alexandra, were, quote, uh, Kivi's closest friends and they were with him that night. This is a devastating loss for them and for us, and one that will always be with us. And that's kind of a, you know, that that makes the situation even more um, just very difficult to to deal with. Um, and I'm going to be 
I'm not really going to do much editing, if not any editing at all during this episode, because I want to try to be as real and as authentic as I possibly can be. Um, because, you know, I think we, I think we need that. I think we need to be, to be that in this situation. Um, in an Instagram post on Tuesday, Merzlikens called um, his, his fellow friend, um, the little brother for me that I always took care of. Um, I really love you. I'll miss you. We had our last basketball game in the pool and we enjoyed it before you left me right after Merzlikens wrote. And I also saw an Instagram story, uh, Merzlikens wife, Alexandra, made a little um, tribute to, um, to Kini Phoenix. excuse me, I completely screwed up his name right there. Um, and I, I, I'm sorry that like I'm so, you know, off my game. Usually I'm pretty precise with a lot of these things, but in this type of situation, I, I don't. I don't know what I'm supposed to really um, do in this situation. You know, Kiplinix, um, when you talk about from a hockey perspective, obviously being one of the several very talented young goaltenders that the Blue Jackets have in their system. And from what a lot of people said that he had a very, very bright future, um, actually in a very uh, interesting way he was actually involved in some trade rumors uh, the last couple of weeks uh, with some teams looking for a young goaltender to, you know, move. And I, I don't know if the blue jackets are really going to end up moving him. Some people actually speculated he was going to get left unprotected um, in the Seattle expansion draft. And it's kind of a thing. And I also saw from puck empire on Instagram that there definitely were teams calling uh, Kiblinix, you know, trying to figure out if they could make a move, for him, obviously, I don't know if a trade would have made any difference to somehow preventing um, Kivlenix from passing away, but that's besides the point. Um, some other things here from this article: the Blue Jackets are in the process of arranging a memorial service for Kivlenix, who was born in Latvia and signed with Columbus as a free agent back in 2016. Kivlenix's mother, Astrida, does not speak English. Uh, Davidson said that Merzlikens, who is Latvian, and the Latvian Ice Hockey Federation have helped bridge language barriers and are assisting in arrangements. Um, some other quotes here, basically, again, from Davidson, there's always lawyers of just terribleness that happens with these things. Obviously, this is about Kiwi and his family, but it's about the extended family that we belong to, the Blue Jackets family. We as an organization work everything from grief counseling to phoning to texting, everything from A to Z. We're trying to cover every base we possibly can. This has far-reaching effects. This was Manny's daughter's wedding, and all of those people were there. This tragedy happened, and we have to deal with it. We have to deal with it the right way. I'm very confident that we are. Um, it's, it's again, it, it's one of those things where you, you're so caught up um, in whatever you're doing that a lot of us tend to not take the time to spend time with loved ones and also just take a moment to sit and reflect about how grateful a lot of us are to be in the positions that we're in. I try my best and you guys have heard me talk about it on this podcast and I'm obviously going to remind it again, but I am so incredibly lucky and very blessed to be able to do this podcast and be able to talk to you guys about the devils and, you know, talk about something that I love and something that I'm very, very passionate about. And I appreciate all the love and support from my family, my friends, and everybody that I've become close with here in this community. Uh, it's been absolutely phenomenal. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't that I don't 
you know, thank my lucky stars that I have this, uh, I have this opportunity. And I just try my best to, to not take it for granted because at any moment, something could happen that could take it all away. And not just this, but could take away my family, my friends, even myself. And I know it's a cliche thing to see, but to say, but it, it really is true. You have to, you have to, you know, make the best of every day because you don't know um, what's going to happen next. And I think something to take, take in mind with that is this. I'm not talking about you have to wake up every day with an amazingly positive attitude and go out and kick absolute ass. Although if you're able to do that, God bless you. And that makes you a wonderfully unique individual. I'm saying that even on days when you're not feeling great and you're not feeling 100%, if you can at least accomplish one thing that day, you could go to bed you know, easy knowing that you were able to do something to move along whatever the case may be, whatever you're dealing with, whether that's moving along in your career, moving along in a relationship, school, uh, working out with family, um, you know, mental, mental health is a very important thing right now. And it should be a very important thing all the time to focus on, um, physical health, anything. Um, if you're able to just move it along a little bit, um, it, it goes a long way. Um, and I'm sure Kivlinix did everything he could to make the best of every situation. And a lot of players who knew him um, know, uh, have said out loud that he had one of the biggest smiles. He had a wonderful personality and he always showed up to work. Just very, very blessed to be playing in the National Hockey League. And again, being just 24 years of age, you knew that he had a very, very bright future ahead of him. And th there were so many possibilities. And again, um, you look at uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets general manager, Yamo Kikalainen, he said that the goalie had a bright future. Uh, he said, we projected him as a full-time NHL goalie with lots of potential. His debut in the NHL was a great success. We had him play those games at the end of the year for a big reason, because we believed he was going to be a big part of our NHL future, a full-time NHLer. Kikalainen said that, um, Kivlenix made a big impression on the organization in his short time with the team. He came to the rink with a smile on his face, whether he was playing or being a backup or just trying to get better every day with the end goal in mind of trying to be an NHL goalie. Uh, he went through some ups and downs, even in Cleveland in the American Hockey League, but always went through it with a smile on his face with the right attitude. That's been said by pretty much every player that he that has made remarks on the terrible incident. I think that speaks volumes on his character when all of his teammates basically have the same message about him. Um, there were some other guys out there, uh, Max Domi, um, you know, uh, several other players uh, made some messages and posted some things. Cam Atkinson uh, also shared a great video where, you know, uh, Kivonix was, I think, the first star of the game and he got the, the hat um, that the Blue Jackets players wear when they're named like the best, you know, first star of the game uh, is chosen by their, by their teammates. And it, it was great. Um, and to have this happen on a day and, and great, you know, obviously he was in Latvia and, you know, they're not celebrating necessarily 4th of July, but, you know, they're shooting off fireworks. This is something that's common that people do, not just in Latvia and the United States, but it's common all over the world. Um, 
you know, for it to happen is just a horrible, horrible, horrible tragedy. And it's something that, and this could be a touchy subject for some, but I'm just going to be honest. This is why whenever I hear fireworks in incidents, I get very, very pissed off because there are too many people in this world that are being put in charge of fireworks and are not careful with it. And they don't know what they're doing and they haven't been taught to do it properly. Um, and some people get the worst kind of fireworks, you know, the ones that only certain people are allowed to, you know, fire off, you know, officials and things like that when you have big shows. Um, it's a tough thing. It's a really, really difficult thing. You know, I, I look at a guy like Jason Pierre-Paul of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and National Football League. Go ask him if he knew what he was doing with those fireworks when he blew off several of his fingers. You know, that's what I'm saying. And, and again, look, you know, Kivalnix did not, you know, he wasn't in charge of this. He wasn't in charge of it. He was hit with a firework. Understand that. He was hit with one, you know, unnecessarily. There was, there was absolutely no reason that that should have happened. The only logical explanation you could come up with is lack of care by whoever was in charge. I don't know who fired off the fireworks. I don't know what happened there. But I hope that whoever did it understands now, unfortunately now, how dangerous those things are. And if you don't know what you're doing, you shouldn't be firing them off. I'm sorry. This is why a lot of us created the much smaller fireworks that you can put on, you know, your driveway, light them up, you know, because they don't do that much damage. And it's pretty self-explanatory what you need to do. But when you have, when you have fireworks like the ones that Matisse Kimonex got hit with, you know, you better have people who know what they're doing. Otherwise you have this situation. And so it's a really, really frustrating thing. And there's a, there's a couple of other things I wanted to discuss with you guys, because I want to make this public and I want to, ex and I also want to tell you why I'm talking about it. Over the last year and change, we've obviously all gone through the same thing, COVID-19 and having to stay at home, quarantining all the time spending a lot of time on Zoom, like I'm doing right now, recording this podcast and not being able to go out and see loved ones, not being, go out, not being able to go out and do the things that we all love to do. Um, and that's something that really took a toll on the majority of us for this entire period. And the biggest thing that came out of it was that mental health and, you know, having time to really put things in perspective were brought to a bigger light. I think what this pandemic has done for us, and yes, it's still going on in case you didn't notice. I know that here in the United States, a lot of things, a lot of restrictions have been eased off, but there's still, there's still ways to go. We still have things to, to get fixed. We still have to get everybody vaccinated or at least the majority of people vaccinated. At the time of this recording, the United States only has 67% of the country vaccinated. That's not where we need to be. We need to be higher than that. That's my opinion on that. <clears throat> but obviously, you all have the free will to do whatever you please and make the decisions that you make. But that's not, that's not the point here. The point is, is that, you know, 
when we finally started, when some of us, not all of us, but when some of us got the opportunity to go back out and, you know, be with people and, you know, spend time with loved ones and do the things that we, we used to do that we all love, like having a authentic 4th of July this past weekend. Um, not all of us, uh, not all of us really stopped and really reflected on how lucky we all were that a lot of us survived. Not all of us. There's a lot of people that lost their lives because of this damn virus. It's a lot of people that lost their lives because of the difficulties of dealing with mental health. It's a lot of things like that. And for me personally, um, I have constantly been dealing with my own battles with, uh, with, mental, with mental health, particularly with um, small cases of depression and anxiety, mostly anxiety. Um, I dealt with depression back in high school and it's obviously never gotten to that point again and I'm very lucky it hasn't, but I still deal with a lot of anxiety. Um, and I wanna make that clear. And I want you guys to understand that even someone like myself who constantly tries to come on here and give you guys the, as much energy as possible. There have been days where I just didn't feel emotionally and mentally prepared to do this. Um, and that includes this episode. I wasn't emotionally or mentally prepared to do this. It was really tough for me to push myself to do this. And I find myself to be a remarkable human being that I'm able to still come on here every single week and give you guys content, even when there's not much to talk about. And maybe I'm not feeling 100%. Um, and luckily for me, I have a loving and supporting family, a lot of loving and supporting friends. Um, I do see a therapist, which really helps. And I want to be very clear that mental health is something that we all need to focus more on and realize that it's a very important part of just our whole makeup as a human race. Um, and you're probably wondering to yourself, well, Neil, what does this have to do with uh, Kiva Nix's passing? Because it had nothing to do with mental health. Well, it brings me back to this. Another thing that this pandemic forced me to do was to really sit back and realize just how many things I have to be grateful for and how much time you know, can go by when you're not spending time thinking about things that you should be grateful for. I think a lot of us spend a lot of time thinking about what we don't have and what we want to have, and we don't spend enough time thinking about what we do have, myself included. But one of the things that, um, that is so important to me is making sure that everybody I know, family, friends, coworkers, people I interact with on social media, that I love them. And obviously the love is in different capacities and different meanings, so to speak, when I say it. It's not a romantic love. It's a, it's a love, you know, I love the person that you are. I love what you have done for me and what you do for others. So every single day of my life, I make sure I tell my parents that I love them, including my, my siblings. I make sure to tell them all the time. I tell my closest friends and they know this. They're listening to this. They know this for a fact. I tell them all the time, whether it's in person or on text or on the phone, that I love them very, very much. Um, and I tell my coworkers, I tell people that I interact with that I love them very much. And I don't say it to get recognition. I don't say it because I'm forced to do it. I say it because I mean it and that you never know when that person may not be in your life anymore. 
and I look at it this way and, it, and it's trying not to sound like I'm being dark or anything, but, and it really kind of brings this into the whole um, Keevlinik situation. You never know how much time you really have on this planet. You never know how much time you have to spend with the people that you love. So when you get the opportunity to do so, and you have the opportunities to be in contact with them, you need to make sure that you know, you make them know that you love them very much, that you appreciate what they do. Even if you don't have great relationships with people, if you at least tell them that you love them, that goes a long way. It really does. And that's the thing you're seeing here. What you're seeing from a lot of people on social media and his teammates and the organization, they loved him. They loved him as a person. They loved him as a hockey player. And that, to me, is the biggest thing that Kivlenix could have ever gotten in his entire only 24 years of life, is that there were people out there that truly love him and appreciate him, will miss him, and will, will never forget the impact that he had. And another thing that I wanted to point out is that there's a lot of us out there that spend a lot of time being very, very greedy and not spending enough time uh, doing the right thing, you know, whether it's in our government um, and just society in general. And I think that s- tragedies like this, and there will be many, there have been many before Kivanex, and there will be unfortunately many after him. But in these situations, this should force us to not only have to do these things and not only have to reflect and take things in perspective when tragedy strikes, but take things into perspective every single day. And so if you're having a tough day, just remember, there are a lot of people out there that are not, um, who are not in that position to have a tough day and are not in a position to be able to grieve about it and be able to talk about it with other people and be able to spend time with loved ones. Um, and I, and I think that's a, it's a very, very important thing. It's a very important thing to realize. We're not all fortunate there. You know, I don't have my whole life put together. I'm 24 years of age and I still have a long way to go in my life. And it's, it's one of those things where this, this man is the same age as I am. I think he was only born a month or two prior to, to me being born. So it's kind of a crazy thing that this guy, the same age as me, is no longer on this planet. And it makes me realize, as I've constantly tried to remember to myself every day, that I am very, very lucky. I am very, very blessed to, number one, still be alive and, and have a life to live. And number two, have family, friends, coworkers, people that I've just interacted with maybe once or twice in my life that I've had a chance to spend time with them and, and you know, try to make somewhat of an, a positive impact on them. And I hope that I continue to do that until the day that I'm no longer on this planet, whenever that, meet, whenever that might be. And I hope that it is a very, very, very long time from now, because there's a lot more that I want to do. And there's a lot more people out there that I am looking forward to making a positive impact on. Um, and I'm really, really heartbroken to hear news like this. It always breaks my heart. I'm an emotional person. I wear my emotions on my sleeve. When things like this happen, it's hard for me to deal with. It's hard for me to deal with it in a very calm way. Even if it's somebody that I don't know, I don't know Matisse Kivlenix. I don't know him at all. I don't know him personally. 
Um, I didn't see him play at all. Um, I'm not a Blue Jackets fan. Um, you know, obviously you can go and, you know, check out some of the other, check out the Blue Jackets podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, but, you know, I will say this, that I appreciate what Matisse meant to so many people. Um, it really shows you that, you know, for all the people that really frustrate us in our lives and all the people that may do mean things to us, there's always people out there like Matisse, like myself, like many others that will do whatever it takes to make other people happy and do the right thing and to do good things for good people. Good things happen to good people. And unfortunately, a lot of times, um, as they say in the song, the good die young. And that's an unfortunate situation. And we wish that wasn't reality. But unfortunately, that is reality. Um, and that's something that we have to remember. So I will leave you with a simple request. Regardless of where you are in your life, regardless of how your relationships are with family, friends, uh, romantic relationships, coworker relationships, whatever the case may be, I want you to take time every day to let at least one person know that you love them. I know that might be harder for some people to do than others, but I promise you that if you take time to do it every day, it goes a long way. And when you're doing good things for good people, don't expect to have things be given back to you. Don't expect something to be given back to you. Pay it forward. Because the more people that pay that kindness forward and continue to help it spread more and more, the better this world is going to be. And the world has become a better place because of somebody like Matisse Kiblenix being on this, on this earth. So rest in peace to Blue Jackets goaltender Matisse Kiblenix. Um, you are loved. You will be missed. And God bless you and your entire family. Um, and I hope that wherever you are, you know, I hope that you are happy, you are safe, and you will never be forgotten.